Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. My name is Michael McGuire and my company is McGuire Capital. If you like what you hear today, either during the show or after, just give us a call at 405-760-5863 or please go online and check out our website, which is mcguirecap.com. And while you're at the website, you can also click on our radio page and check out past shows, subscribe to our uh, uh, podcast, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And don't hesitate to reach out, though, if you have any questions. We can always do face-to-face meetings, which we prefer. And you know and I know our lives are filled with plenty of magic numbers. When we turn 16, we get what? A driver's license. When we turn 21, we can go out with drinks with our friends. When we turn 65, we qualify for Medicare. But to me, age 50 is another magic number, and it deserves far more attention than it usually gets. And that's what our today's show is going to be about. Our show is going to be talking about important steps that you can do during that that magic number when you hit 50 it's time to kind of take a check up from the neck up and today we're going to help you uh, think about some things that maybe you haven't thought of and on an emotional level turning 50 means you've hit what the half century mark <laughs> yeah which when you really think about it uh it's pretty amazing you know just as important as age 50 uh is i think that we need to uh not only evaluate our health during this period, but our financial health. And that's where we come along and we want to help you prepare for that second half that, that you, that you made it all the way to the midpoint. Now let's make the home stretch really something that, that you're going to enjoy in retirement. So, um, some financial service professionals uh, believe that 50 is actually a very critical year. We believe that at McGuire capital and it's the time to reflect on where you are, what you've done, how much you've accumulated in your nest egg, how much debt you still have. It's time to really do that, that complete checkup. And before I get into more specifics about the big five, I want to introduce my co-host each and every week. Once again, welcome to the show, Tony Shore. <laughs> checkup from the neck up absolutely i love that one michael i i love it that's a, that's a good one so it sounds like it's going to be a great show today interesting uh looking at some key ages 50 and, and 65 we're gonna i know we're gonna start with 50 and i've already passed that so it'll be interesting to see what i missed <laughs> the mistakes i made and things i should have had done at that point or by that point and things i should have been doing so uh, that should be good, but uh, I think I'm pretty caught up because of uh, talks we've had in the past, Michael. So things should be good, but it is going to be interesting, and it's always good to know about these milestones. 
And I know you've seen a lot of people make mistakes uh, when they turn these ages or things they haven't done that they should have. So that's going to be good. But yeah, I've been great. I've been busy. I know you and I have both been very busy. You've been traveling a bit. And I've just, I'm preparing for my daughter's graduation party and I'm trying to get things uh, done around the house uh, while uh, juggling, you know, things here at work. So just busy right now for me. How about you? Uh, me as well. Very busy. And you know what's funny, Tony? Um, when I was researching what the show was going to be about this week, I uh, looked at that 50 and, and got to thinking because I'm past that also no, four years. I'll be no. I'll be I'll be 55 in October. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, your body. Well, I don't know what happens, <laughs> but when you do hit that 50, like, things start happening. Yeah. And I have been traveling and you're right about that. I've also been down in my back (laughs) and and I'm like, you know, telling my wife, I cannot walk anymore. I I am done. You know, I I don't know what I did. I think I moved furniture and I've caused something in my lower legs. That's not good. So guess what? I'm going to go have an MRI to figure that out. I am feeling feeling that age 54. Yeah, they call it feeling your 50s. And, you know, it's weird. It's like you reach a certain point and then you just drop off a cliff or something. But but honestly, Michael, you don't look a day. You don't look a day over 50. So. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I was looking back in in uh, looking for the show and I I was going through old photos when I turned 50. I wanted to see, you know, what happened, because as we get older, we we tend to forget a little bit. So, you know, what's so funny? I found a card and uh, one of my clients had sent this. It says the years between 50 and 70 are the hardest. You're always being asked to do things. And you're not yet decrepit enough to turn them down. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so true. It's so true. That is true. I, I'm telling you. And as you know, uh, we've talked about many times on the show, I've reloaded and have a 11 and a 13 year old. Also have Jacob that works with me at McGuire Capital, who's 29 years old. Um, reloaded. But, I love that. Oh, I'm telling you when, when, when you're in your fifties and you got a, an 11 and a 13 oh, year old, I can't even, in the other kids, uh, you know, are looking at me thinking I'm grandpa and I'm actually daddy. Yeah. That's well, <laughs> and, I'm, I'm your same age. Uh, we're yep. the same age and I have a 16 year old. So yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I love it though. I love it. And it does keep me younger. I, I do believe that, uh, uh, you know, 50 is, is definitely a, ma- a magic number oh. that that's going to, for finances, but also think, you know what life, uh, well, it wasn't that long ago that people really didn't live much past 50 and today, right. um, now it's only halfway, we've we're only about, halfway through it, it, our lives. It is, there's a lot of people that do make it to the century mark yep. and lots of folks make it into their to their late, mid, late eighties and nineties. And, um, yeah. so, so we're only halfway so through if 50 is the new 30. That's what they say. Hey, hey and, and you know what, if, if you're going to be broke, it's not a good thing today because you might be broke a long time before you die. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, that's so you where you need, come in a financial plan. That's, that's why right. you need a plan in place. So, and, and, and 50 is not too late guys. 50 is in mid fifties. It's not too late. Right. It's just time. You got to do right. it. Well, and, you uh, know, if you reach 50 and aren't quite where you want to be financially, there's still time to recover. And when it comes to our finances, 
I think it can sometimes feel like that if you miss this benchmark or that benchmark, all is lost. But, uh, you know, as you're going to tell us today, that's not necessarily the case, is it? No, that's that's not. That's very true that it's not. Uh, I was reading an AARP. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I thought that was an old people's yeah. magazine. <laughs> and and uh, I was reading an AARP article. And today's show, I'm actually going to use a lot of things from that article. And I think it really ha- it had a great perspective um, on what we're going to talk about. So the article first emphasized that it might be wise to plan to stop working before your typical retirement age, which is, you know, normally 65. So when I read that, I thought it might be wise to plan to retire before you're 65. Now, what, what are they, what are they talking about? What are they getting to there? And then the next part of that is whether that choice is your choice or something has happened to cause it. And then the lights kind of went off. Ah, let, let's, let's plan you know, in case something does happen and we don't make it to 65. Um, You know, a survey from the Employers Benefit Research Institute notes that 48% of people retire before they intended to. Now, why is that, you think? Well, it's layoffs or it's health concerns or it's family needs that arise that caused you to exit the workforce earlier. So I think the stark reality is that when you get knocked for a loop by job loss and you're in your 60s it is difficult to find a new one that's going to you know have the same salary same benefits Um, so when you're building your strategy with me i think it's imperative to consider the possibility that you may be leaving your career earlier than you would really hope for so tony it's that's part of today's show part of the phone calls when i get get listeners calling me uh, and set up appointments. We'll be just talking about that. Where are you today? Where's your retirement goals? Do you want to retire at 65? What would happen if you had to retire at 62? How does that look like? What can we do to prepare for that? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important. I mean, it, it's definitely hope for the best, but plan for the worst kind of thing, you know? And Absolutely. And, you know, if you build an early jobless contingency into your retirement plan and then never need that money, you know, you're going to be very uh, happy and able to help people utilize that money in a different way. So you're not really out by saving it. Yeah, exactly right. You know, another thing to be aware of is when you turn 50, you need to make sure that your finances are balanced between what I'm talking about there is you want to make sure you don't have too much risk. And you know what? You also want to make sure that you don't have too little risk. So many people that turn 50 discover that they're running a little bit behind when it comes to their retirement savings. You know, they're feeling like they haven't done enough. And I often see them put their assets in way uh, too risky investments. I I see them uh, trying to play catch up and doing so um, really throwing caution to the wind. And I don't like that. You know, there we need to uh, definitely if you if you've fallen behind, we need to explore ways that you can catch up. And, you know, I think that working with somebody like myself is definitely a way that you can um, have that ball start rolling faster uh, the direction than it needs to. You know, you're going to have to consider um, the fact that you need to maybe make some sacrifices, maybe, you know, look at that budget, 
cut down on some expenses, increase in some savings. Uh, I want to really hone in on what you're doing, where you're putting your money, and make sure that you're covering all the boxes. And what I mean by that is, you know, we we get into, uh, when, when you have a, a relationship with me, you're going to understand in, in the financial world that we're going to deal in together, you're going to understand what it means to have a growth company, what, what it means to have a value company. You're going to understand the need to have bonds, the needs to have, to have absolutely zero risk investments in the, the need to have risk investments. And we're going to really weigh through all of that so that you understand to build an all-weather portfolio that can handle the ups and downs. You know, as we're you're listening to me right now, last week we had some major downturns in the market. You know, we, we, we had a day that um, we passed 900 down, and and those those type of days scare people. And they should, in, in one sense, depending on where you are in your strategy. If you're young, in your 20s and 30s, you should get excited for a different reason. You should get excited because you should be plowing more money in when we see these major drops. Now, if you're right at retirement or in retirement, you should get excited for the opposite reason because you're starting what we call the distribution phase. And we need to make sure that you do have money taking advantage when the market drops, but that you also have money that has no risk due to the market fluctuations. So if a, a really solid financial advisor is doing their job correctly, you will understand the difference between what we call green money and red money. And you'll also understand that it's appropriate to have both, depending on your age. And as we've talked about many times, I love uh, clients and, and prospective clients to take my, um, my short 11-question quiz on risk tolerance. It's called the color of money. When you call into us at 7405-760-5863, we will give you that website and uh, show you it's so simple to walk through, but it, it's the very first, you know, part, Tony, of, of the process that will allow us to see, are you properly diversified today based on your risk tolerance scores? Well, yeah, and you talk about risk and market volatility, that plays into it as well, especially as you get older and uh, past that uh, 50 point. And I think the desire to catch up financially once you discover you're running a little behind on your retirement goals, that can possibly lead to some overly emotional decisions, which you want to avoid. And one way to avoid that is by working with somebody like yourself, a third party who can calm you down and, and help you stick to a plan. You know, I think that's a great point. And uh, to that end, 50-plus catch-up provisions may be the most sensible answer for people that are getting or find themselves a little short on where they want to be at this stage in their life. So here's an example. In 2021, folks who are 50 and older, they can kick in an extra $1,000, Tony, to their IRA on top of the standard $6,000 limit. So now you can bump that up to $7,000 a year. If you're self-employed and we set you up in a, and you're 50 years and older, and we set you up into a simple IRA, you can throw back an additional 3000 because you've hit that 50 mark 
uh, above the current 13,500 limit. So that's pushing you to 16,500. You can shelter in a tax deferred retirement plan. And finally, if you are involved in a 401k uh, through your employer, you can contribute an additional 6,500 once you hit that age of 50. And that goes on top of the $19,500 limit. So we're going to help you whether you you need and, and educate you on a traditional retirement or a Roth style retirement. You know, remember that a traditional means that you're taking the tax deduction today and it's growing tax deferred for you until you start pulling it out. A Roth, you are not getting to take advantage of what you're contributing. So there's no tax deduction, but it's very powerful that it grows tax free. So two or two different ways um, two different vehicles that we're going to educate you on. And I get this a lot. Can I do both? Absolutely. You can do both. You just have to adhere to those, uh, IRS limits. So let's say that you could put 7,000 away in a, uh, IRA style retirement plan. Well, you could do half of that if you wanted to in a Roth and half of it in a traditional. So 3,500 in each. Um, so they're, Definitely, you need to know the rules. You also um, need to realize, what am I going to fund that vehicle with? You know, am I going to put individual stocks in there? Am I going to put a, 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 you know, a highly rated no-fee mutual fund? Am I going to build that up and put it into a no-market-risk fixed-index annuity? All those things we discuss and look at your risk tolerance, where you are right now, how much catch-up we need to do. And that will help us to determine what we're going to recommend. And then once we recommend it, once we set that in motion, we've got to follow up and, and adjust because life happens. Things change. You get <laughs> yeah. raises, you know, everything. Yep. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And uh, yeah, you, you posed a good question to yourself and answer. You can do both. In fact, uh, I think I have a, a soundbite for that. McGuire's going to start asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> McGuire! <laughs> so, but, I love but, it, Tony. But seriously, it's clear that catch-up provisions could really be a powerful lifeline for a lot of people out there. So what can you tell us, though, about how debt is going to factor into a retirement strategy, especially once you turn 50? Well, I'm going to tell you about that, but I've got another little little joke to share with you here. All right. And it's, if you're over 50, you need to cultivate, you need to develop friendships with people much older than yourself, Tony, <laughs> because that's going to make you feel much younger. And those are, those are words of advice from my mother. <laughs> and that's funny. She told you that. So you, yeah. you, your advice is to hang out with uh, people older than yourself. Hang is that out why, with older people. Is that why you Absolutely. made me the co-host of your radio show? Exactly. What are you <laughs> Three months yeah, older than I think me. So. I, I, well, I turned 55 in March, so I'm a little older. Than you, hey, not you are a little older. Not by yeah, I'm October. I'm October. <laughs> McGuire. <laughs> All right. All right. I got, my, I got myself off track. Yeah, well, here. no, I was Let's asking think. about debt. Once you turn 50, what about debt? Oh, yeah. Good, good, good question. Uh, debt is very important for us to consider. Um, because let's face it, when you finally pull the trigger and stop getting that uh, wage, yeah. you know, that salary, man, you're, if you're faced with a lot of 
mailbox envelopes with payments required. Sure. That's stressful, Tony. And so 50 is that magic number that you, I want you to aspire by 50 to only have one thing that you owe a lot of money on. And that's your home. Uh, yes. I, I, but, but, but if you're not there, then we'll work out a plan. But what we need to do is get where you've got all the other debt done, paid off, zeroed out. And then we're going to pile on to knock out that mortgage. Ah, I see. Um, so once you pay the, off those other debts, the the smaller debts, uh, then you can use that money you're paying toward them each month to put into your paying off your mortgage. Is that what you're suggesting? A, a, absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, there's many good programs out there. Uh, Dave Ramsey has one, you know, that we can help you, help you put those principles in that are going to allow you to you know, to knock off those high credit cards, yeah. knock off the, that debt. That's really, it, it's going to, it's just going to chain you down. And, but you're right. Once you get those paid off, then we work on the house. If you enter retirement with zero debt, it just gives you the opportunity to, to truly have, uh, the retirement that you want. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you that financial freedom and and, you know, no debt may make that dream of spending two weeks in Paris each spring during retirement a little more realistic if, <laughs> if you've got such lofty goals. But, uh, you know, we should probably take a quick break here. Michael, do you have anything for our listeners before we do? Well, I do. Let, let's uh, keep in mind, you can call me absolutely no obligation. Um, sit down with me and we'll we'll whether you do business or not, you'll walk away with my great retirement book that I wrote called tall ships and small ships. Um, and Tony that starts with a phone call 405-760-5863. Each and every week, um, we present with you with a a new show, but when you call me up in person, we get that one-on-one relationship. And I really feel like uh, based on the audience, I have, um, had a really a tremendous um, demand calling in and scheduling appointments. I love it. Um, and we love what we do. So again, 405-760-5863. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Michael. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit for McGuire Capital by visiting mcguirecap.com or calling us at 405-760-5863. Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. My name is Michael McGuire and my company is McGuire Capital. You can reach me during today's show or after at 405-760-5863. Today, Tony and I have been chatting about what to do when you hit 50. Where should you be? What are things you should be thinking about? And I think it's a powerful show for the fact that um well tony and i are 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 riding that past that 50 year mark and it's it's sort of it's sort of a halfway you know it's it's half a century and and what a great time because you're 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 typically 10 15 years out maybe 20 
to retirement. So it's time to play catch up if you need to. It's time to get serious. And there's no better way to get better than if you hire and enlist a coach. And really, Tony, when a listener calls me and comes in, sets down with me, no pressure, no obligation. I go through and ask those questions and, uh, and all for the second appointment, because I really want to know my client. I don't want to go out and, and just recommend a cookie cutter portfolio because that would be a disservice. And I see that happen a lot. So that second appointment, we get serious. I lay out exactly my strategy for you based on where you are. That first appointment, you're bringing in statements, and uh, we're reviewing those the week that it takes us to do that. Second appointment, lay it out for you. And then I let you make the decision. If we go for a third appointment, you want to go ahead and engage me, or at that point, we walk away as friends. Most of the time, and, and I say most of the time, um, I'm happy that, that most people engage our services and they work with me one-on-one. So I look forward um, to finishing out the rest of today's show, but I wanted to leave the listeners with uh, that number again, which is 405-760-5863, and let me put my book, Tall Ships and Small Ships, in your hands. Um, Again, no obligation. So today, we have to do a little review. We've talked about at hitting that magic 50 mark to really look and see – where you are with debt, where you are with your current portfolio, but we need to broaden this out a little bit further, Tony. And we need to talk about, uh, that article, that AARP article that I read, and it started to delve into a a subject that I think you and I both, uh, because we have kids in our fifties, um, that we have to consider, which is don't take on extreme amount of debt. And one of those debts in your fifties could be college debt. You know, um, it's very common that parents in their fifties want to shoulder far too much of their children's college debt because they didn't, maybe they didn't, maybe we didn't sock enough money away, um, in a 529 plan for our, our children when they were younger and we were younger. And so here they are now at college age and we find ourselves taking second mortgages out, uh, on our homes and to finance that college education for our children. So, um, you gotta be careful there because this is your critical age to be reducing debt, not increasing it. And so I know it's, it's, Hey, it's not easy folks. Uh, I have kids and I know that we love them. And, uh, some of the things you might need to do, uh, is maybe have those, the kids, Uh, help them to take out the loans themselves in their name, maybe help them with the payments, maybe make the payments for a while until they get that first job and, and are able to take that over, but do what you can to be reducing debt, not increasing it during this time. Well, yeah, I mean, helping your kids cover the cost of college can be really stressful. So I think this is an area where people really need to work closely with someone like yourself, a financial services professional, because There's no reason to try and do this all on your own. I mean, when you have knowledgeable professionals, uh, Michael, you can help people. And I know you're willing to help them. You love hearing from our listeners and really planning for college costs or covering college costs for our kids or grandkids. 
you don't want that to derail your own retirement. No, absolutely not. And Tony, this brings us to the next subject that I want to talk about. Um, when you hit that magic 50, I think it's important to double check your current healthcare strategy. And I'm not talking about various insurance products, um, which we'll, we're going to get to some of those in a few moments, but I'm talking about your personal choices that you make. So if you're eating and exercising habits at age 50, and, and I'm talking to myself here, are not good all the time, um, you still got time to change that. And those behaviors you can change for the better that might prolong your good years, your healthy years in retirement. So some of the suggestions are, you know, swap that lunchtime double cheeseburger for a fresh salad. Uh, maybe replace sitting on our rear end and watching TV hours on end with a brisk walk, listening to a book online or through a podcast. So there's various different things that we can do. And <laughs> I'll tell you a cardiologist joke that I think is pretty funny. So here, here it is a cardiologist diet. If it tastes good, spit it out. And that is so true, Tony. Um, as we get older, sometimes we get heart issues, got high blood pressure, uh, all those things that the body starts, you know, it starts to fail us. Um, it's so funny. Every, it seems like everything that really tastes good, you, it's not good for you. So, but we can do little changes and maybe it's walking. Maybe it, it's, um, you know, a brisk walk, maybe it's jogging, depending on, on how good your knees are. And, and, uh, but all those little tiny tweaks that you can do today, just like in your finances with me, those little bitty tweaks, maybe it's adding a little bit more money over here to safety. Maybe it's adding a little bit more money to a, a more growth type investment. Those little tweaks can go a long way down the road for you. Well, yeah, and, and making those tweaks as you go is important as well, and I, I agree, and I, I think you raise a good point. A lot of people think eating better and exercising is all about physical health, when in reality, it's not only going to make you feel better, but it could end up saving you a lot of money in the long run and saving you money when you need it in retirement. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, you know, so I mentioned healthcare products earlier, so I'm going to talk about them a little bit. If you're healthy at 50, Tony, it, it really can be an easy to presume that you're going to be fit as a fiddle and healthy at 60, but you know what they say about the best laid plans from mice and men. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, the truth is none of us really knows what's going to happen. I've seen it in my own life with my mother. <clears throat> I, um, uh, was fortunate enough to convince her that she needed to allow me to sell her long-term care insurance. And at the time, you know, honestly, she was healthy and it was something that wasn't on her mind. But when that changed, when that first stroke happened and, um, then her possibility to get long-term care started to diminish to be no way. And so that's the advantage of getting it right now, talking to us about, you know, what these health uh, care products can do for you and how they're really inexpensive today versus when you, when you're in your sixties. Well, yeah, and that's, that's true. And so, um, health insurance, it, we all, we've talked about it before and wow, it's, it's expensive. And, 
when it comes to insurance products, what should 50-year-olds be considering? An important health insurance product that I think we should be talking about when you hit 50 is that long-term care insurance. It's the time at age 50 to allow us to consider um, different carriers, what what uh, what is required based on your age, if you're 50 or 59 or 55. And many retirees end up um, needing some type of long-term care before they pass away. It's just a fact. In your retirement, it is highly like, likely that you're going to need some type of care. And so the fact is uh, it's extremely expensive when you have to go into a facility. There is no two ways about it. But thankfully, long-term care insurance can offer a degree of protection for you and your family. So you need um, to look at your age now, your health, and take that you know proactive position. Go ahead and secure it now because you don't know what tomorrow holds for you. And it's just one thing if you can can knock that off your list and do it in a rather inexpensive way instead of waiting till it, it, the cost goes really high. Um, it, it, it gains not only peace of mind, but it's one other way to protect your nest egg. I have firsthand witnessed uh, entire retirement nest eggs be completely wiped out with the extremely high cost of long-term care. And it doesn't take, you know, long at, at north of 7,000 a month to chip away at a lifelong uh, amount of savings. And uh, God forbid, if you've got all that money, you know, trying to play catch up, setting in totally risky assets, and then you have a major market correction at the very time that you need that money, um, that's where our planning comes in, and that's where we can really help. So after long-term care insurance, you'll also want to work with somebody like myself to ensure that you've got adequate life insurance. You know, I think equally you need to have that squared away, that marked off your list. Um, we'll look and explore what you currently have. Is it a term policy? Is it a a whole life policy, you know, what you actually own, and then we'll evaluate your current debt. Maybe you've paid off a lot of debt and you've got too much life insurance. Maybe you've added some debt and and you haven't added to your life insurance coverage. Um, we will look at that and be able to quote you, be able to do that right in our office and uh, quite it's quite important. It goes hand in hand, I feel like, with long-term care. So part of that one-stop shop, being able to have a team, <clears throat> excuse me, a team of advisors uh, working with you and for you. Justin Dotson um, heads up my insurance side and is really, truly a professional that truly understands um, not only long-term care and life insurance, but Medicare and many of those insurance products. Um, we have many on our team. Um, that, and so when you actually come in and engage me to be your financial advisor, you have standing behind me a lot of professionals that will also be that team approach for you. So I'm always your lead. Um, 
when you come in and ask for me to be your advisor, I'm going to be your advisor. And, uh, but if I need some help on maybe tackling what you currently have, let, let's say that you've got um, some insurance products that are not performing for you. Uh, let's say it's a variable annuity and it has high fees. Um, you've held it for a long time and it just has not had the performance. And now you're worried with the market going down because you see that value fluctuate. You don't, you don't have to worry. You're not stuck in that product. There are things that you can do. Uh, we can help you explore those and see to improve your situation and to give some more certainty to what you own. So all those things, um, we love to do, and we would love to hear from you. All right. Well, that sounds great, Michael. And I think, uh, this is a great topic and, you know, as people hit these milestones, it's important. So how can our listeners get a hold of you if they want to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation? So just a phone call away. We're 405-760-5863. Um, we'll have you bring in those insurance contracts. We'll have you bring in uh, those statements and do a complete and total review at absolutely no obligation or cost. So once again, that's 405-760-5863. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show and our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At McGuire Capital, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at mcguirecap.com or call us at 405-760-5863. That number again is 405-760-5863. Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. My name's Michael McGuire, and my company is McGuire Capital. Today, we've been talking about where you should be in life at age 50 concerning your financial investments and some things that you need to, to look at when you hit that magic century, half a century mark, because we all want to make it to that century mark. You know, uh, I get up each morning, I dust my wits off, <laughs> I pick up the paper, and uh, I read the old bits, Tony. And if my name's not there, then I know I'm not dead. I <laughs> that's how you figure I, I out. I eat breakfast. Oh, I eat breakfast and I go back to bed. That's a little poem <laughs> that uh, I read. Oh, I, that's I think awesome. it's quite funny. And and as my mother got older, you know, a huge influence for me. Uh, she said, Mike. You know, when you get older, you read more and more of your friends' names in the paper. Oh, that's tough. You know, it's tough, but hey, it beats the alternative. Yeah. You know, you're getting to read them. Yeah, that's um, that's true. That is true. true. So uh, did you have any more points you wanted to make about 50, or are we going to move on uh, things we need to be aware of as we turn 65? Hey, one more thing that I want to – hit because I didn't get to do it sure. before the last break. Um, when you uh, reach 50, it's important to have things like your estate plan yes. down. You need to have that will or that trust in place. And I, Powers I just of want attorney, listeners, medical power of attorney, yes. all the important documents, right? 
all the important documents. And I want to let listeners know one thing that makes McGuire Capital a little different is we offer something called the generational vault. You know, today, Tony, we live in a digital world. We live in a cloud-based world. Well, guess what? When you engage with us and become our client, you have a virtual generational vault at your ready that you can upload those key and critical documents have them securely with an encrypted password secured for you so that you know you're on vacation and you're in a different state and something happens to your your loved one or one of your family members and uh, you might need a medical medical directive but yet it's back at home but because you're our client and you have a generational vault you can log on to any computer with your secured encrypted password and be able to retrieve that document and print it off so that is something get your house in order and take advantage of companies like mine that offer the latest in technology technology and and gives you an advantage uh, and peace of mind to know that when you pass, you can upload very specific wishes into that uh, so that your loved ones can know what you want. And it, it may be laying out, um, you know, where everything is. Maybe you, you, you were reluctant to reveal it uh, while you're alive. So there's a lot of people that are very, let's face it, can be secretive because uh, they were raised that way. But don't make the mistake. When my father passed, it was he was only 57, and there were questions that we all had. He left behind a safety deposit key that we never found the bank. Oh, we, wow. we don't know what that key or or why that key, why he had that key, and um, so I, I would encourage our listeners to sit down with me. Let let's let's talk about your whole picture, and um, let's let's have you understand what a generational vault is absolutely free to you. And it could really make a difference for your loved ones. Cause if my dad would have had that, of course in 1975, when my dad passed away, there wasn't the internet, like, you know, there wasn't anything like that, but today there is. And you, you listening to me can take advantage of that and you can do it in such a way that, um, that it would benefit your family. If something were to happen to you to have everything, uh, in, in locked in one place virtually. Uh, and, and, and of course you can still have it at a safety deposit vault or at a home safe, but you can also have it in one spot, uh, that you can really help your loved ones. Uh, so that's something I want to just touch on Tony before the break. I didn't get a chance to, um, here we are in our last segment. It, it flies by, it seems like, but, um, I want to talk about, uh, well, we highlighted, you know, a 16, what happens when you hit 21 and 50, but now 65 is really a momentous birthday yeah, as well. It's huge. So it is. And so we spent uh, the first two segments talking about age 50. I thought we'd wrap up today's show and we're going to spend some time, um, talking about what you should be aware of when you hit that 65 number. And so, uh, this segment comes from uh, that AARP article, uh, and it was five things you need to know about finances when you turn 65. So many of our listeners, um, 
already know. They are age 65. They know, or they've passed that age. They know that that was a pivotal or pivotal year when it comes to retirement planning. And that article that I read really did an excellent job of explaining why that is, Tony. Well, yeah, and it is. I'm looking forward to this one. I think a lot of people probably think they know what turning 65 means, but I'm guessing you're going to have a few surprises for us. (laughs) Well, the first critical thing to note about turning 65 is that it's not the full retirement uh, age. You know, a lot of people think uh, pop culture, advertising, they often make it seem like 65 is when you get full retirement social security i'm talking about but in terms of that social security the full retirement age currently you know tony it's between 66 and 67 so it depends on your birth year but 65 is still a critical another critical stage so while you could begin claiming those social security benefits at age 62 your monthly payment is going to be much smaller tony than if you wait until that magical full retirement age so we encourage listeners we have something called the social security maximization report which we will help you um, determine what and when is the best time to uh, pull the trigger and start taking your benefits. And, you know, there's a lot of things, Tony, that go into that. There's a lot of different calculations that can be made. And my team, um, we have excellent software. We will help you get online with, you know, Social Security Administration at their .gov website, and we will uh, see what you've currently put in, you and your spouse, and then we will run, we'll ask questions about your health and your life expectancy based on your immediate family, your mother and your father. And we'll, we'll, we'll give you some real answers that I think will benefit. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, uh, obviously you can begin claiming your benefits at 62, but your monthly payment's going to be so much smaller for the rest of your life then. Uh, is that correct? That's correct. You know, if you were born in 1955, your full retirement age is 66 and two months, Tony. So if you enroll in Social Security age 65, you're really enrolling 14 months early. And according to your monthly benefit, that uh, that premature starting of your Social Security could actually cost you 7.82% according to the article that I read. And I don't want you to forget that enrolling early can also slash the uh, survivor benefit for your spouse. And, uh, you know, that you've got to consider everything when you make that decision. So hold off yeah. if you can. If, if longevity is on your side, it makes sense to hold off and get a higher check for the rest of sure, your life. It depends on the person's situation and their finances. Yep. And like you said, you have that Social Security maximization report that you can run uh, for people. And uh, my biggest takeaway from this is that if social security is on your near horizon, do not file. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, uh, before you meet with, uh, do not file before you meet with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional. So you get that timing just right based on your situation, correct? Absolutely. You know, and another thing, when you hit 65, I want you to reach out to us and I'll, I'll put you in touch with Justin Dotson, my Medicare specialist, because that's the age you can enroll in Medicare. Oh yeah. So if you enroll in social security before you turn 65, you're automatically going to be enrolled in Medicare. However, if you turn 65, 
uh, before you enroll in Social Security, you'll need to formally enroll in Medicare. And so we can help you. Um, you have seven uh, month window, Tony, to enroll in Medicare the three months before you hit age 65, your birthday, in your birthday month, and three months after that. So lots of things to know about that and Medicare, and we can certainly help you simplify and break it down for you. Um, you can sign up for Medicare on the Social Security website. And if you aren't if, if you are ready to sign up for Social Security, I've just scratched the surface on what you're going to need to know because Medicare gets, uh, there's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of rules and I would love you to listen, at least listen to Justin, um, and let him enlighten you on what those rules and nuances are. I think it goes a long way. I've had many, many positive reports from clients, you know, thanking us for helping them figure out those choices. So, uh, important age 65 Medicare is at the top of the list of things that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it's huge. And I think that, you know, obviously social security and Medicare are two things you have to get exactly right when it comes to retirement. So why not use a financial professional uh, to help? Absolutely. It, it's foolish not to. Um, I think that, um, the knowledge, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And what I mean by that is if you don't know what questions to ask, you're not going to ask. And if you get with an advisor that you really get to know, they get to know you, you like that person and you trust them, then that that's the type of relationship that gives you power. You know, knowledge is power. And, uh, I have clients that have, have spent their lifetime doing a career that I know nothing about and I could not do their job, but they rely on me to help them with those financial questions that, that cause they don't do it day in, day out. I have worked over the past three decades with, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of retirees and you get, you know, after that long a period, and there's a reason you're in business that long, um, you really get to see a lot of scenarios and you get to see how that, how it works, how it carries out. So, so why not engage us? If you're calling me, I'm honored. You know, I don't forget who I work for, who my boss is. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make you a hand though. I'm going to give you that advice and right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but at the end of the day, I'm blessed and privileged to work with you. And I know that I, I, I know where I came from. Yeah. So that's the fun part about, you know, if you enjoy what you do, it shows. Yeah. And um, if you enjoy what you and, do, you'll never have to work a day in your life. That's so true. My parents that always so told true. me that. Well, here, here's a question yeah. I have before we end the show. Does does save so saving for retirement doesn't have to end when you turn 65 does it <laughs> no 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 certainly does not and you know tony um you would be amazed at how many of my clients cannot stand not having a job <laughs> in retirement and i get oh, I'm tickled sure. um this is people that tell me I am done. I'm never going to work again. And then I see them not working on necessity working because they want to keep their mind and their hands active. And, and guess what we do? I have them start putting money back 
and uh, and it may be just earmarked for that you know you mentioned parish not on the top of my list right now but it could be on a client's list and they're the boss they want to go there but i love the mountains yeah. my wife loves the ocean and i, I i'd be you know, planning that trip to colorado and she'd be planning that trip to florida <laughs> and we'll do them together but but you know that that's what we'll use this. I call it mad money. If I got a client that we've done the right job, mm-hmm. they've listened to me. We've created a great nest egg. We've created a distribution plan. We've set up a living plan in a death plan. We've set up a, what we call a legacy plan. We have taken care of their long-term needs. I've made sure that they've got life insurance where needed. We haven't oversold them that same thing on long-term care. We have money put away that is safe and you cannot lose a penny because of the market. We have money put that will grow, that will have ups and downs, but we'll keep ahead of inflation. And once we get that locked in there, they have a generational vault where they can see all yeah. this through the cloud. Yep. They've got all that covered, Tony. That's great. All that happens with one call, 405-760-5863. Sorry, I'll get fired up because I love what I do. <laughs> no, I hope to hear from you. That's good. And, and I, thank you. And I hope to hear from you and I hope that you have a blessed week. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Bull and the Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.